Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of our Drunken History. To, uh, this week we are celebrating Halloween. We've got Halloween in a few days, so this we figured uh, nothing better than to do an episode on the history of Halloween and how it got started. Um, it's one of those holidays that there's kind of debate on actually how it got started. And doing the research and going through it, it's actually really a holiday that takes influences from several different several cultures several different cultures and religions traditions they all kind of got combined into into one really to halloween halloween yeah (laughs) what it is today yeah um and now it's it's got to be where it's a holiday that's halloween as we celebrate it now it's kind of been started to be celebrated around the world now um there's a lot, of, a lot of other co- countries though have their own traditional right, yeah, harvest festivals or fall festivals and stuff, and that's where a lot of the stuff. El Dia de los Muertos. Yes, um, and yeah, we'll get into that one. That's actually kind of interesting. That's here. a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, so from from the research that I found, uh, the. Halloween that how it got started there it was a still celebrated a little bit but the uh, the ancient Celtic culture of of Ireland um, it, you, before it was Ireland it was the the Celts or Celts, mm, Celts uh, yeah. and uh, they they there's a lot of spotty information that they was able to find because a lot of that stuff wasn't written down it was all oral history but there was a festival that was called the Sawain Festival or Sahawain Festival, and um, it's spelled weird. I'll put it on on the screen and show you how. The um, and it was kind of a festival that they would celebrate basically the end of summer, the end mm-hmm. of uh, the growing season, and uh, basically it was a. They looked at the fall and winter at that time because this was thousands of years ago that they started the, the the fall and winter time was a pretty brutal harsh time for people back then yeah. so it was kind of a, a festival to prepare themselves for the dark winter ahead kind of yeah. thing um and there there was different rituals and stuff that they they uh celebrated and some of them really they don't know for sure how it what kind of rituals or or things that they celebrated and how they did it but that was kind of the the first fall season type celebrations that were associated with Halloween. Yeah. And, uh, and then it kind of evolved from there. So yeah, if, uh, before we go any further too, guys, if you haven't already liked and subscribed our video, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get updates and, uh, see our future videos. Yeah. We, uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to watch and, uh, hopefully learn something uh tonight as we have for most of our episodes in october uh we're drinking oktoberfest beer uh this one's got an orange and black label so it made sense yeah it kind of fits the, the halloween it's, uh, theme yeah it's very very fall ish the uh when it, when it, there's a lot of controversy around halloween especially when uh you start getting into some of the more religious aspects of it there's some people that feel the Halloween, especially when you get to some of the Christian sects of religion that are really kind of against Halloween. Yeah. Um, they think it's a pagan De- holiday. Demonic. And demonic. Yeah. But what a lot of people don't really understand or don't realize is a lot of the traditions and a lot of the the things associated with Halloween actually are Christian traditions that yeah. actually have been passed down over the years. And, and one of those is as Christianity spread throughout Europe and made its way to the British Isles and through Ireland and, and uh, the Christian, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, missionaries, when they encountered the, the Celtic people, they, they wanted to convert them to Christianity. But at that point in time, they had realized that you can't just completely convert somebody that had never believed that way before. Yeah. And they kind of actually reached a compromise. And it's what some people ha- haven't seen before, too, was the uh, 
the Celtic people were had these certain celebrations, and the missionaries basically convinced them, well, instead of celebrating your pagan uh, gods with the celebration, why don't you just celebrate Jesus and, and our God with, with these same celebrations? I thought you were going to say that they rolled up with some mini Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they got just, them. And just bribed them with so, the Yeah, Snickers. just yeah. give them candy. Yeah. And that's where that came from. <laughs> Not it, huh? Not it, but no. they're, they're, they're <laughs> so, so the uh, so when you hear about the some of the other traditions with their the Catholic Church came out with they had a a celebration or a uh, remembrance that they call it All Saints Day. Well, All Saints Day is on November first. Right, I knew that. That I did know. Well, so. The, the pagans and the uh, Celtic people and other pagan religions celebrated October 31st as their uh, holiday to, to enter into the fall and winter. So, All Hallows' Eve. All Hallows' Eve. So, right. you're celebrating All Hallows or Saints, All Saints' Day mm-hmm. on November 1st. They're celebrating the All Hallows' Eve the day before. And that's how that kind of evolved. They've combining christian and pagan elements into one holiday season kind of thing and uh and it was actually just kind of a, a compromise that they reached with these people back then to to be able to, to get some, them in the club well that and just that way they wouldn't totally wipe out their traditions that they had had over that's that's actually really shocking because i know for a long time like if you didn't convert yeah you were slaughtered yeah essentially and i think at so that, at that point they kind of realized that they couldn't continue on that practice yeah. as much like that they i think they still did after that but they were trying to maybe maybe they just had a lot of respect for the pagans of ireland well the irish are known to be good be fighters so maybe they didn't i've wanna... been in a fight with a couple irish guys. <laughs> I, I believe i've had my nose broke by an irish guy yeah so. and uh and you mentioned Deus de la Muerte. Yeah. That's part of that. The, the, uh, in, in Mexico and South America, where a lot of that is celebrated, they have a very heavy Catholic influence. Right. That. And that's where that... And a lot of the original missionaries going into Europe were Catholic. Yeah. And, uh, and that's how they pretty much... The, it was part of the All Hallows' Eve yeah. and, and All Saints' Day. The Dia de los Muertos is the the November 2nd, I believe. So it's like the the last day of the three-day event. Yeah. Um, So it all ties together as as one big event. Yeah. I love the way sugar skulls look. Yeah. Those are are so cool, so pretty, so intricate. And that's that's how... uh, So so that's kind of the history of how the, the holiday got started. But then you know, we have all these traditions and all these different things that we celebrate, and that's the, the sugar skulls. Yeah. And uh, and skulls or skeletons in general, a lot of these holidays or these celebrations were to honor the dead. Right. Or to honor their past relatives. And one of the things to represent a, a dead relative or a, somebody is, is a skeleton. And that's mm-hmm. how a lot of that stuff got started was was it wasn't originally a scary no, holiday it, it was it was a day to honor yeah exactly and it and it, and it just a, like a celebration else. of your 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 ancestors yeah and and it's kind of just evolved over the years and it's stuff gets added stuff gets taken like away spooky stuff gets bastardized and different yeah. things commercialized it's a commercial holiday pretty it much is now. yeah it is now i hate that the, the you know how walmart Throws out their Christmas shit in September now. They yeah. The Christmas creep. Oh, yeah. The same is true of Halloween. You know, you got Halloween stuff out in August. Yeah. But what fucking kills me is nobody gives a shit about Thanksgiving. Because it's not a commercialized holiday. No. I mean, the turkey farmers love it. But other than that... They... But other than that, yeah. Like, no one puts inflatables in their yard for Thanksgiving. Nobody dresses like pilgrims. No. The only, the only place that puts on a big Thanksgiving... Uh, decoration display is hobby lobby because <laughs> they're true that's true because <laughs> they don't put out very much halloween decorations because they think it's pagan <laughs> we will do a thanksgiving show uh next month guys oh, where yeah. we will sit down and eat in front of you i'm gonna make a pie yeah 
but that's, uh, that's one thing too pumpkin pie and then pumpkins and stuff are huge with halloween mm-hmm. and then and then pumpkin pie going into thanksgiving that's that's like my one of my favorite pies oh i love pumpkin pie i don't eat pumpkin pie any other time of the year but in the fall i eat it between almost- between like Thanksgiving and Christmas, I will eat 10 pumpkin pies. Yeah, I'll probably eat a pumpkin pie a week between yeah. Halloween and Christmas <laughs> or New Year's. I do, yeah, I do, I do love them. Yeah. Uh, where did the candy re- thing come from? The, the going door to door and getting candy. Okay. What's the history on that? So that's actually, a, that was another Christian tradition. Uh, so back in the old days, and this was heavy. Catholic influence with mm. this as well. Um, I'm not Catholic, so don't come at me if I get some of these. Yeah, n- neither one of us are, so give us a little slack. Uh, but some of that was, um, and some of their beliefs, you know, if you had relatives that have passed away or whatever, uh, they if they if you feel like they were trapped in purgatory, basically, that extra prayers. Or people praying for them on their behalf could help move them from purgatory. Get them into the right place. Get them in the right place. Well, so it started off, and this is also that they think Christmas caroling kind of started the same way as well. Same. Oh, really? They um, listen to that Hobby Lobby. Yeah. So back in the day, they said there's a lot of times these these poor kids would go door to door asking for. Uh, uh, I think they called it prayer cakes hmm. and basically they're little cookies and then whoever made them they, they uh, engrave like a cross into the cookie and these kids would ask they would offer up prayers in exchange for pr- prayer cakes or so they would go to people's houses like you know how when we were kids we'd go to the houses that had the good candy that house is giving out full-size candy bars usually is the people in the nice neighborhoods yeah yeah that had, so the poor kids would go to the nice neighborhoods and ask for prayer cakes. I think that's what they were called. Let me look that up just to make sure. Oh, okay, not prayer cakes. Soul cakes. Soul cakes. Soul cakes. So basically, it was still the same thing. So that sounds like it would be like a, a like a mass marketed dessert. Soul cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Casey's to get myself a soul cake. Soul cake. And uh, so yeah, they would offer up prayers, and that's also where kind of like trick or treat came into play um these kids and it wasn't a trick as in i'm going to do something like bad toilet paper your trees they would say you Little know fuckers the trick for and it was trick for a treat is what they kind of started ah. off and they would do like they would sing a song or do a dance or something and then they would these people would give them a cake that's pretty cool and they would offer up prayers for their loved ones or whatever and help them move on in the afterlife and and uh, or and sometimes they'd ask even ask for money instead of cakes or whatever, and that's kind of where Christmas caroling. We'll get into that when we get to maybe do a Christmas, Christmas episode. episodes. But yeah. this is kind of the same premise. Uh, carolers would go around and asking for money or or donations for prayers, yeah, and, or for the church, and they would sing songs or do dances and stuff like that. It's kind of the same. And they kind of both got meddled into 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 one thing. Huh. That's that's pretty sweet. You know. Make your finger disappear. Yeah. Do do you wanna <laughs> do that? Oh yeah, the little thumb <laughs> trick. Yeah. A cookie. <laughs> a soul cake. A soul cake. And uh and so so then the uh where do you think jack o' lanterns came from? Yeah, I don't even know. I never even I never even questioned that. So it was another weird thing and is and it goes hand in hand with the soul cakes. Have jack o' lanterns always been pumpkin? No. Okay, I, I was wondering that. So they uh, started off as turnips. So we're... That's yeah. a lot of carving on a little structure. That is. So is what they would do. Turnips. Huh? Turnips. We're playing so, turnips out here in the corral for deer. This, this is... Uh, think back, this is medieval Europe. A lot of the big... A lot of the crops they grew was turnips. And they would... I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Well, because it's a cold, hardy plant. It can grow you know, a cold... A root vegetable. root vegetable, yeah. And uh, they would carve a turnip and it... They said sometime eventually it might have evolved into faces or whatever. They carve out a turnip and put a candle in it, and it turned it into a lantern or a lamp. And uh, huh. and they would take these turnip lanterns with them when they went asking for soul cakes and prayers and stuff. So they would walk around with these turnip lanterns because they didn't have a real lantern. Yeah. And uh, 
do their their trick or treating under the light of a turnip lantern. If I ever have kids, I'm gonna carve them out a turnip yeah. and tell them go do some tricks for the neighbors on Halloween, and everybody will be so fucking confused. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Why is that kid holding a turnip candle? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so the the whole pumpkin with jack o' lanterns didn't really start until actually uh, a few hundred years later when uh, when a lot of the uh, people started immigrating to the to the new world or the U.S. where it is now, and they had pumpkins and stuff then. And so they, are pumpkins are native to North America? I think so. I think they are. Huh. Uh, but I know the 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 pumpkin and jack o' lanterns didn't get really big until that time. So I don't know if they were native or if they just figured it out back then. Or do you eat pumpkin seeds? A lot of people eat them like. I've eaten them. I, there's not like some I eat all the time, but they're not bad. I don't care for them. If they're toasted good, so they're crunchy. Like sometimes they're not. They're kind of chewy. No, I they're like weird. Chewy. I don't care. I've seen some people like will grind them up and put them into like pumpkin bread or whatever. It's like little. I wouldn't do that. I was like, it's weird. I'd rather just pumpkin spice latte. <sighs> I've drank them. They're okay, but they're not pumpkins. They have pumpkin spice beer, and it took. I did not want to get one for this episode, but. I'm yeah. not going to try that one either. No. That sounds terrible. To me. <laughs> so, no, not, but pumpkin spice doesn't actually taste like pumpkin. No, it, it, well, it doesn't taste like pumpkin because it's just the cinnamon and nutmeg. And yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's misleading. It's yeah. just, it's not pumpkin spice. It's just spice. So the, uh, the name for the jack-o'-lantern, that's actually an, an Irish folktale. And about a guy that tricked the devil. So you heard, uh, you know, the old, uh, the uh, devil went down to Georgia. Yeah. Well, so this is the Irish version. Charlie Daniels. Yeah. So there's this guy, his name was Jack. And he was known for being a con man, a drunk, a trickster, and just all around, just not a very good person, but like, I mean, he wasn't a murderer or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was, he was a con man, basically. And uh, and a drunk, a petty criminal, a petty criminal. Yep. So the story goes that the devil approached him one night and said that uh, he had been basically too bad, and that he was ready to collect his soul and take him to hell. Well, Jack said, "Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, you know I've, I've, I kind of agree with you. I've been a, a bad guy. So can you just give me one more thing before we go?" And the devil's like, okay, what, what do you want? So he says, I'd like to have a drink before before I go. So they go to a pub and they start drinking. Him and the devil start drinking. And they get ready to leave. The devil says, it's time to go. And he said, well, man, I don't have any money to pay my tab. He said, if you are the devil and you're magic, you could uh, turn into a silver dollar or a silver coin so I could pay my tab. Yeah. The devil's like, yeah, I could do that. And he the devil turned into a silver coin and Jack scooped it up and stuck it in his pocket next to a crucifix and the devil couldn't turn back into himself. And, uh, so Jack said, I'll tell you what, I'll let you go, but you're not going to, you gotta, you can't come back for another year and you can try again next year. And the devil's like, all right, if you'll let me out away from this crucifix, I'll come back next year. And, uh, so he lets the devil out and the devil comes back the next year and says, all right, it's time's up. It's you been know, a year. It's been a year. And Jack's like, yeah, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. He said, uh, tell you what, I want one more thing before we go. And Devil's like, all right. And he didn't learn his lesson. The, the I guess. devil's very easily, very, uh, very naive. I yeah, guess. yeah. He said, I like swayed, an, yeah. I like an apple from that tree over there, but I want that one like way up there on the top. And the Devil's like, all right. And he goes over there, and while he's distracted trying to get this apple, uh, the uh, Jack puts crosses all around the tree and can't he can't get out can't get down can't get down out of the tree uh so he's got the devil trapped and then he says i'll let you loose but you're never i'm never gonna go to hell you're not gonna i'm gonna be safe from ever going there and the devil's like all right fine if you let me go let me out of these crucifixes then i won't ever take you to hell so he lets the devil go, and then, you know, Jack continues on his 
his ways of being a con man and drunk and all that. Eventually he dies. And when he dies, his, his soul goes up to heaven and he want, and because he knows he's safe from going to hell and he's, he finds himself outside the gates and God turns him away and says, you, you live too bad of a life to, uh, to make it into heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Seats taken. Yeah, seats taken. <laughs> so he's like, well, shit, I don't want to just live out in purgatory, basically. Right. So he goes down to hell and he talks to the devil and he says, can you let me in? I don't want to be alone. And devil's like, nope, I made a deal with you that I would never let you in the hell. So you're going to honoring my deal. I'm honoring my end of the deal. And he says, here, uh, I'm going to give you this, this basically a, a torch and, and you can carry it around in a, and, uh, I don't know if it, it was a turnip is what it was though. Then he gave him a turnip with a ember from hell in it that glowed in the dark. And he said, that way you can light your way while you're wandering around alone in the dark forever. Yeah. And that's and then he was Jack of the Lantern or Jack o' Lantern in Irish. Oh, okay. So he was condemned to carry a torch. That's why it's got in the, the apostrophe. It makes sense now. Yeah. Huh. So and I guess they still say that's a an Irish legend in the in the in the fall. You can see a, a glowing light through the forest in different places of Ireland, and that's the that's Jack, Jack of, the of the Lantern wandering around the dark. Yep. Oh, that's that's a good story. <laughs> I mean, it's. Shitty for Jack. <laughs> yeah, he's still wandering around to this yeah, day. Yeah, this guy's lost. Getting back to uh, Halloween. So, one of the big one of the big Halloween traditions that is celebrated huge now, or it's a big a big industry, is costumes. Yes, people dressing up. And so back back when it was the the. Uh, pagan holiday when it was first influenced by christianity um all hallows eve Mm -hmm. all saints day that time of year a lot of the the beliefs was was that was the time of year where the spiritual plane and the earthly plane was like at its closest like there was a it was a thin barrier and spirits like that's where the deus de los muertos comes from the uh a lot of them believe that their their spirit relatives could come visit during that day, during that time, because the the separation between us and them was the as was at the thinnest at that point. Okay, and that's uh, how some of the the Halloween feasts and stuff like they would leave out food for the relatives, right? And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. Um, but because of that, they believed also that not only could their relatives come visit like their dead relatives, but they also thought that probably evil spirits could come across at that time too. <laughs> so some people, if they didn't want to be recognized by either relatives they didn't like or be recognized. Oh, that they would wear a costume. They would wear a costume or a disguise to either hide themselves from evil spirits or hide them from spirits they didn't want to have contact with. So during those times, they would, uh, they would wear the costumes. And, uh, and then also the kids started picking up when they did the, the caroling for soul cakes, the trick-or-treating for yeah. soul cakes. They would wear costumes for that, though, as well. And then it kind of just started evolving to more and more of the, of the costumes and stuff that is now that where they would... Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, as you were growing up, what was your favorite costume you wore? Oh, my favorite costume that I wore. Man, I'm trying to th- see. I was I grew up pretty poor, so like I didn't. We didn't go like buy a lot of costumes. There's a lot of times I had to just make my own or improvise with what I had. Yeah. And there was a couple times I just wore I just wore camouflage and said I was a I was a bush or I was a deer hunter or I was a <laughs> I said I was. Can't a, see me. Can't see me. I'm a camo. I was, I was John Cena. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think one of the ones I actually did have a costume. We was talking about the last episode. I dressed up as Dracula one year. Yeah. And I had face paint. I had the white face paint with like lipstick? blood. And uh, did you wear lipstick? No, I don't no. think it wore lipstick. I had the. It was like white and black. I had like the black around my eyes, mm-hmm. and I had a cape. Do the widow's peak? 
I think I just had it slicked back with like gel to slick back. And then, but yeah, I had to, my, I wore like all black. Like I just had mm -hmm. a black turtleneck and a, and just had a, one of those cheap plastic like poncho capes. That yeah. Was, so you weren't yeah. really directly, you were just confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People were like, something's wrong with that kid. Give him, give him a candy. <laughs> Somebody give that kid a nil away from him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, man. The freaking black licorice, what? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I remember one thing, like the mall in Billings used to do with it. They still may. Where all the stores... Uh, open after hours and they hand out candy and like all the kids just get in a line and go oh, around. Oh, yeah. And I, I dressed like Jason for that one year. Jason's very generic. Like, that's not a good costume. Yeah. Uh, but I did that. Um, one year, I don't even remember what the hell I was, but I went out with three of my friends and we left, we went, we met at my dad's house and we made it seven fucking miles out to my friend's uncle's house. Wow. And we legitimately filled pillowcases. We had to get a ride back into town yeah. <laughs> from his uncle. Yeah. But I don't remember what I was for uh, for Halloween that year. I just remember there was like a little bit of snow on the ground yeah. and it was cold and we were out. And man, we, we, we stayed out and it was a school night. Oh, okay, yeah. So we stayed out like ultra late on school night and then had to get a ride back into town from my buddy's uncle. <laughs> so we why we put on some fucking put on some steps, man. Uh I remember there were several times growing up when we go trick I lived in a rural rural area and houses, you know, a long ways apart. Yeah. And usually a bunch of us kids that kind of lived in that area, one of our parents would we just all be the chaperone. Just pile up in the back of a truck and they would just drive us house to house and we'd yeah. just unload out of the back of the truck and run up to the house like ten of us and then and then Climb back in the back of the truck and drive to the next house. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, it was a you big know, all night affair doing that though. So I live on a road that's out of town. So we're on, I guess, I don't know if I would call it a subdivision, maybe. Kind of is, but it's kind just, of, yeah. But it's like a one off. Like there's nothing else really around here like this. It's all, it's, there's a cattle ranch over here and then there's, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's out from town a ways. But uh, there's nine houses on my street, and there's a bunch of kids. And I've lived here since 2016. I have yet to have a trick-or-treater. Really? Yeah. Never had a trick-or-treater here. You just need to have a big... So that's one of the things... But that's the thing is, like, I always thought, like, the porch light thing yeah. was, like, like if you have your light on, like, that oh, means yeah. you're giving out candy. Kids don't give a shit out here. Maybe I freak them out. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what we used to do, too, when we got older. We would actually go into town or some of the bigger towns yeah. and go to the actual real subdivisions. And, and walk house to house because yeah. the houses were close enough together. Um, maybe that's what they do or something, too. Well, I'm sure they do, but I mean, shit, you know, even when I was a kid, because when I grew up, we were poor. Yeah. And my dad and I lived in a trailer court outside of Billings. And, uh, like, we would still trick-or-treat the neighbors we knew. Yeah. You know, there's nine houses on the street. I know everybody. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I figured that the neighbor kids would still come knock on, but they never did. Uh one time when I was in Vegas uh, on Halloween, uh, I lived in a gated community, a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, I was changing the headlights out in my truck. And uh, one, one little kid came up while I was laying under my truck asking for candy. <laughs> <laughs> Only time I ever had a trick-or-treater in Vegas. Well, and the kid didn't speak English. He spoke just Spanish. Oh, wow. So I gave him a fuckload of candy. Heck, yeah. Yeah, I was like, here you go, little man. Like... Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being my like I felt included. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing. When we lived out in Vegas, it was it was great. Our neighborhood that we lived in went all out for Halloween. Really? Um, and is what we did with our kids is we would we would just leave the candy bowl out on the front doorstep with the signs that says yeah, take take some. some yeah. Because we would our our neighborhood there was five hundred houses in the neighborhood yeah. probably, and. uh they, they would shut the streets down and, and do... That's really cool. Parties out. Like, every house would have, like, people out in their driveways. And whole streets would be have parties and stuff in the yeah. driveways. But we would have the kids in a wagon. And we would get, just walk. Me and the wife would uh, we'd have our drinks and our Yeti cups. And we would go for... That's a good time. All the kids in the wagon. and and uh, But 
we could tow the kids when they got tired in the wagon, but then mm-hmm. the kids would literally fill up pillowcases with candy. And yeah. We'd dump them in the wagon to, so they could make more room and stuff. And uh, But there was houses. There's a couple places that set up full-on haunted houses in their backyard yeah. and stuff. And you would go up to trick-or-treat, and then you would go through their haunted house and come out of their That's back really gate cool. and stuff. It was great. They would have light shows and, and all kinds of stuff. And this was... In middle of Vegas. In residential area in Vegas? Residential area, yeah. And we've actually talked about going to Vegas and visit some of our friends for Halloween just so we could take the kids trick-or-treating out there again. That's cool. That'd because be a neat idea. That, it, it, it was nuts. We didn't, yeah. We never, and it, I haven't seen anything duplicated like it since. What, what, one of the best Halloweens that I ever had was after I joined the Air Force. Uh, they had, uh, like base patrol basically and base housing yeah. on on Seymour Johnson Air Force Base in North Carolina. Yeah. And me and my buddies all signed up and we just, you know, walked around making sure everybody was safe and seeing just the kids and all their costumes. That was one of the greatest times I ever had. Oh yeah. Was was just, you know, basically supervising a bunch of kids and making sure that nothing bad happened to them. But really inventive costumes, man, you know, there oh. was a a kid that dressed like a uh he was a NASCAR driver, and his dad had built him a NASCAR. Oh, that's awesome! Out of out of a Power Wheel bike, <laughs> they built the yeah. It was, it was the whole frame and everything. It was neat. The one of so when uh, when I was in the Air Force, we didn't have kids yet at that time, so it was just me and my wife in base housing, and and uh, we'd always have the the candy for the trick or treaters. But one of the things I loved doing at that time before I had kids was. I would dress up like a scarecrow or a mannequin and, and sit outside and sit outside to scare trick or treaters. We we did that one year. It was it was because one year I did it, scared a bunch of trick or treaters, and I just sat in a lawn chair in my front yard with a candy bowl and dressed up like a yeah. scarecrow. And yeah. the next year, I put a real scarecrow in the lawn chair with a candy bowl, and then I hid around the corner with like a chainsaw and like dressed with a Jason mask. You're a dick. So they, they saw the guy in the chair with the candy bowl. And it's like, oh, it's him doing it again. And it was a real scarecrow then. It's like, oh, now where is he? <laughs> so That's awesome. <laughs> it was fun. I had a great time scaring <laughs> little kids. Did you ever, uh, when you were in Vegas, did you ever go to Fright Dome? No, uh, I don't think we ever did. They, so they, so you, know, you remember Circus Circus had Adventure Dome there? Yeah. During October, they turned it into Fright Dome? Yeah. And it's like a big ass, like haunted amusement park. Yeah. I did that one year. That place was really cool. <laughs> one year we did go to one of the, uh, my wife and I, we went to uh, one of the strip clubs for. Uh, oh, Jesus. So. How was that? Well, it was. So they put on a haunted house. It was an adult haunted house. And it was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. Um, so, of course, they had, like, zombie strippers in there or whatever, too. But, but the, the the thing I remember the most was a midget guy. Well, okay. I, can't I think it's called Little Person. A Little Person came out with <laughs> well, a... Well, not PC. With a... I don't even know how to... A, basically, imagine, a, like, a weed whacker, a weed eater, right? Like, but instead of uh, the weed whacker attachment on the end of it it was like this giant ass like 24 inch long dildo that jesus christ and he was chasing this guy was carrying a weed whacker with a dildo on it running running around chasing people in this haunted house and he was dressed up like a clown i think and he was like a little mini clown that's terrifying with a gas powered dildo (laughs) that's terrifying (laughs) yeah but it was one of those two where you had to sign a waiver when you went in yeah yeah, yeah. they would slap you or grab you when you went by and stuff and like we went down the staircase and people grabbing your ankles and stuff like i remember my dad taking me to a haunted house the first haunted house i ever remember going to and i i cried (laughs) like we had to leave oh man yeah i got so scared but my my dad was like uh (laughs) like my parents split up when i was two so like i uh i chilled out with my dad a lot of the time as a kid (laughs) and he was like you know Fuck it, let's go do this crazy yeah. shit, you know. So we, yeah, we did the, we did that. Haunted, and it, I was like looking back, I, I can think he would probably say now, like, yeah, you were way too young to be exposed to that. <laughs> but like at the time, it was like this is gonna be fun. I tell you what. So last year, uh, so my daughter's uh, travel softball team put on a haunted house, 
as a fundraiser. And so it was like the whole, all the parents, mm-hmm. all the softball girls, um, their siblings and all that. We all got together. There was like 30 of us all got together and, and we put on this big haunted house for the whole month of October last year for a fundraiser. But all the parents, you know, we all had to play like characters in this haunted house and stuff. And, uh, that's a dedication. It was, it was, but you know, I started off like, I was like, this is, this is dumb. I'm, I don't, but by the end of it, I had a really good time. So I ended up playing a demon Santa Claus in this, in this haunted house. And it was actually the, the haunted house was in this old funeral home. And in that old funeral home, they had this like living room and it had a big fireplace and stuff in it. So I dressed up in a Santa Claus costume, but with like white face paint and like blood in my beard and all that. And, uh, so my daughter played cannibal Santa basically. (laughs) So, so my daughter loves Halloween and she loves all the haunted house stuff. So she was all for it. So she was playing a murder victim and I, I, so I had my, like my daughter on the, on the floor of this living room that had the fireplace going a Christmas tree, but it was playing like really creepy Christmas music. It was like out of tune, like piano mm-hmm. Christmas music. And people would walk into the room and I'm like, it looked like I've done murdered this girl laying on the floor right here. And it's like an adult haunted house. Oh, it was. But we had little kids come through there and they cried. And they I bet, yeah. But I'd pe- have, they'd have people come in. and You sound like a terrible parent right now. Oh, she loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we'd have people come in the room and, and you know, and, say, and I would say like, this is what I do to naughty kids or whatever. Jesus and, Christ, dude. And people would flip out because they thought it was insane. <laughs> yeah. That's like a Rob Zombie idea, man. Yeah. And, uh. I had full-grown adults, like, flip out and run out of this room from having the creepy Santa Claus. Because I'd say... Well played. There was well, there was this one group. It was all these, like, 20-something-year-old women mm-hmm. walked in. And, like, there was, like, four or five of them. And I said, one of y'all has been naughty. And, I, like, I looked at them. And then I pointed at them, like, you. You're... <laughs> and she's like, No! Yeah, I have an idea. <laughs> we'll talk about it off camera. Oh yeah, we huh. do that. But no, it was, it was great. So uh, we did that, and then I did a. Uh, out in the parking lot, I got a chainsaw and was chasing people around in the parking yeah. lot. When they showed up, I would walk around the building with the full, the blue jumpsuit, yeah, and the skull mask on with the chainsaw. So, but it was fun. They raised a lot of money for that. There was people. It was, it was that's it awesome. Was pretty fun, but uh, it was definitely one of those like. The kid, all the kids involved with it. I mean, we had little kids that we had this one little kid locked up in a cage. Yeah, and he thought it was hilarious because he was when people would walk in, he would grab the bars like, "Let me out, let me out," and people were just freaked out by that kind of stuff. And it just, but that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we had some good actors there. Yeah. Maybe have some people that might might see on a movie one of these days, but. It's awesome, but yeah. So all the haunted houses and stuff like that—that's—that's that's kind of what's came. I, I love came haunted houses. From. I wish there was some better ones around here. Yeah, there's uh there's that haunted house. I think it's in Tennessee where you have to sign like a forty-page waiver. Really? To go through this haunted house, and nobody has ever finished it. But it's one of those things where it's a. Uh, it's like. They can they can do anything to you like they they can hit it's you. Like going to Sears School. Yeah, <laughs> basically if you, if 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 you know anything about Sears School and how like they do the uh, POW yeah. uh, reenactments yeah. and training and stuff, that's basically what it sounds like. They've like grabbed people and handcuffed them and put them inside refrigerators and stuff like that and dumped like pig blood on them and, and stuff and like it's it's wild. You have to look it up online. It's I will check this out. We'll put it in, now. We'll put I want to go. But they say if you can finish it, it'll give you like $10,000. But there's no like, there's no designated end to it though. It's almost like a trick. Because they said there's people spent hours in this thing before and haven't figured out how to get to the end of it yet. That sounds like a good, like a good time. (laughs) (laughs) They said it's, they said there's people had to go to therapy afterwards after this because like they 
kidnap you and like torture you and different stuff and like that's part of this waiver like they can do anything to do to you that they want while you're in this place or whatever <laughs> yeah that seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen though yeah but evidently it, it's people go to it every year to saying they can beat it and they hmm. don't it's uh i would like to try yeah i'd like to push my limits Whew, I don't know. Yeah, but it's pretty. Well, I'll put a link of this, or I'll put a link to the website. Yeah, on the place. I want it. I've we'll never put a heard picture of, this, of it up so on there. I'm curious. Yeah. Huh. But, but yeah, so I mean, we went over the trick or treating and jack o' lanterns. There is. It's a so, so let so let me ask you one more one more kind of yeah offshoot question. You know, you got you got your your normal Halloween characters. You got yeah. your vampire. You got your werewolf. You got your mummy. You got uh, Frankenstein. You got whatever. Which one do you like the best? Oh well, man, I don't know which one I like the best. The uh, the first thing I thought was Frankenstein. Uh, because they they kind of credit Frankenstein with being really the first depiction of a of a zombie and the, with the with yeah the, uh, Mary Shelley yeah with when they Good created job. that character uh, made from you know the dead potty parts yeah. or whatever um, but man the uh, the the classic vampire is a good one or the I, uh, werewolf I was, I was always a werewolf yeah fan um, I think it comes from being a dog person yeah more than anything but. Uh, I that movie Silver Bullet. Okay, yeah. I still love that movie. It's just that's a Stephen King uh inspired movie. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen it, but uh it's kind of corny. It's a Gary Busey movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a it's a good it's a good movie uh for Halloween uh series movies, yeah. uh, genre. Um now, I think one year I went as a as a mummy. Yeah, and uh, I just got a bunch of toilet paper and wrapped it around me and all that for for the, had my sister wrap me all up in toilet paper as a mummy. Yeah, and then I got wet and it all fell apart. And all just there's <laughs> one ply, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was cheap stuff. Cheap shit. We were poor. <laughs> we wiped with our hands. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was what's, what's crazy too about that that time period too. There's a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the monsters that are depicted with Halloween, really a lot of them all kind of came about or were developed during the Victorian era. Mm -hmm. That's why they say a lot of the stereotypical haunted houses that you see in movies or pictures of, it's a Victorian style house. It's a big Victorian that style house. That is true. Yeah, I never and, thought uh, about that, but that is true. But yeah, like you say, Mary Shelley, Bram Stoker, uh, Edgar Allan Poe, those are all yeah. big time authors and influencers of the, like the Gothic and the, um, supernatural type stuff. And it was all kind of around the same time period when those stories came out. Hmm. Um, and when, when Dracula, the story came out, we talked about Vlad the Impaler last week, the, uh, there was a kind of a, uh, an upheaval of people kind of, it was like, when we talked about the the Salem witch trials, there was kind of a mania about witches at yeah. the time. They went through a, a period of of vampire uh, phobia at the time, and uh, back then, for for whatever reasons, you know, somebody had dug up a grave mm -hmm. and noticed how the the body looked bloated, like it had eaten. Yeah, and the hair looked like it had grown and different things. They didn't understand that kind of stuff Death. back then. Yeah. So they thought the corpse was still alive, right? And it was a vampire coming back from the from the dead or whatever. So that's where the whole vampire in the coffin, yeah, sleeping Dracula sleeping in the coffin thing comes from. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then well, and then but then there got to be a thing where people were basically re-killing dead people. So they would. <laughs> They would uh, it's a desecration of a corpse, basically, and so they would dig up fresh graves like three or four days later and stab them in the heart with a stick, and that's kind of where the the the, the stake through the heart stake thing, the heart yeah. thing. Bec they were re-killing dead people because they were afraid they were trying to come back as vampires. Did the garlic? Did seriously? Did the garlic thing come from like 
the smell? They had to hide the smell? I don't know. I didn't, uh, I don't remember about the garlic. I think it was just because it smelled bad and like it was one of the things that vampires had a strong sense of smell or something and it was supposed to be hmm. to ward them off. But the, uh, but that's, so the, the, I can't remember her name. It was, uh, a, a queen. It was like in Germany, I think, at the time. Or it may not be on here. I'd have to, I'll put her name on there. But there was a prominent, uh, ruler of one of the areas of Europe. I can't remember who it was, but she had to issue basically a decree that to tell people to quit digging up graves and stabbing dead people because there was, it was based sacrilege or yeah. desecration of corpses because people were afraid that they were vampires, but she had to tell people, knock that I, shit off. I wonder, have they ever come across someone that's still alive? Well, and I think some of that came to it because... Because I made me, like, I could see the zombie thing coming from yeah the same type of story. <clears throat> well, there was a, um, the, uh, at about the same time, because there had been cases where they had uh, seen claw marks on the inside of coffins yeah, and stuff. Yeah, George Washington's first wife. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. She she was buried alive and, like, they <clears throat> they exhumed her years later and yeah she was she had woke up and like clawed oh wow yeah well so like you hear the term you say you work uh the like the midnight shift and they say that's the graveyard shift Mm -hmm. that came about from there was actually a a they started putting a night watch at graveyards and it was kind of twofold there there was the kind of security guard for grave robbers that dig up graves Mm -hmm. and still organs and shit but um, it was also at the time they started when they f- figured out that some people had been buried alive. That that's where the term "dead ringer" comes from. The, yeah, the, uh, the the little bells. They yeah. attach a bell to the headstone with a string into the grave. Yeah, and if you woke up and you weren't dead, you were supposed to ring the bell, and then they come dig you out. But uh, yeah, if you see someone that looks just like somebody else, that was kind of the well, that person isn't here, so it's a dead ringer. They yeah, look just like the other person. And then if you were working the graveyard shift, you were the security guard at the graveyard listening for the bells to ring. Yeah. And that was kind of the same way, too, about going into that. Um, the tradition of having a wake was... To make sure you were dead? To make sure you are dead. They would have the, you, you know, you people at their living room or their, they would bring the dead person and put them on display at their house. And they would set up a person, you know, you'd take shifts and would set with a dead person for two or three days. To make sure they were dead. Yeah. And, and it was like having a wake because you know, some people had woken up. Yeah. There. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would really be shitty to like. Could you imagine waking up in a fucking grave? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, that's like. That could be my worst fear. Yeah. Waking up. There was a. Um, Do you ever watch that show, uh, Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was one I always remember. And it was a guy that, he was like a mad scientist, and he got, somehow, you know, a cat has nine lives. He was like a magician, and somehow he had this, this, he was able to take the nine lives from a cat and give them to himself. And that was part of his magic show was. He would actually. He would, he would die. So he did eight magic shows, and then he was actually like trying not to die. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Well, he did, so that was the end of it. So he did these eight magic shows but he lost count he actually miscounted and like his last show was being buried alive for like a week yeah and they were supposed to dig him up at the end of the show and see that he was still alive but he started going through the the different shows and it's like shit i miscounted and he was on his ninth life in the grave already and he was in there and and then the the show ended he had his like lighter zippo lighter lit He's like, shit, I miscounted, and the lighter goes out because, like, all the oxygen is gone. Oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, that was a good show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those people. were good. Tales from the Dark Side was good. Oh, yeah. Even though the intro still scares me. <laughs> the, uh, uh, did, what was the Rod Serling fucking Twilight Zone? Oh, yeah, the Twilight Zone. I that remember. was a great show, man. And some of those, some of those shows were 
really creepy. And, you they know, were, you, yeah. You would think some of the stories... Really psychological. Yeah, it was. Well, you got to think, too, back then, the special effects... It, it had to be really good storytelling and really yeah. good emotional. That's the thing about, I love horror movies. Yeah. But like, jump scares are, they're okay. Like, don't get me wrong. Well, like, it's okay are, if there's just like one or two. But, but like, psychological. Yeah. That That's the, that's real terror. Like, that's yeah. good shit. Yeah. Yeah, because there's some of those movies. One of the ones that I remember that always really creeped me out was Event Horizon. Yeah, that's that a, a I remember that. That movie fucked me up. That was a really good psych. I was it afraid was. to go down like a dark hallway for the longest after that. Was a, that was a good one, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen uh, The Haunting of Hill House? I haven't. I've heard that's really good. Dude, it's, it's fucking really good. Like, I've heard that was a really good, scary... It is, and it, it's got the jump scare stuff, but it it is psychological as fuck. I've, really a good, yeah. really a good show. And they, they did a second one uh called the haunting of bly manor and it took place in england yeah it wasn't as good oh, okay but i mean it was worth a watch wow haunting of hill house you'll like I have to, it, you guys should watch it me and my wife had tried to talk about watching that yeah it was a. Uh, it's on our list to, to see yeah you'll like it but yeah really after all over the years all these different traditions have all kind of been mashed into one big thing and you know how it all started being more and more commercialized. Yeah. It's a, so that's one of the things of being a commercial holiday. Is one of the statistics that I didn't realize was so significant was of all the candy sold in the United States, 25% is sold for Halloween. That's a lot of damn candy. That is a lot of candy. So yeah, 20, it's like almost like. What's your favorite candy? Pretty much most of all the Reese's products. I love peanut butter chocolate. Are you uh, are you a student at Reese's U? No, I didn't know that was a thing. I am. Really? Yeah, go on their website. <laughs> You'll be a student at Reese's student University. Student at Reese's U. You can buy all kinds of shit, like, like alumni fucking clubs. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Seriously. Oh, yeah. I did it one day, just just out of curiosity. Yeah. 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 Uh, I got I yeah I like peanut butter stuff. Uh, I'm not real big on candy. Creepy shit happening with the door. Yeah, we're sitting here talking about ghosts and yeah, goblins fucking and the, the door, door opens. opens. Uh, go away. <laughs> go away, Dracula. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not a I'm not a big candy. Like I don't eat a lot of sweets. If, yeah. Like if I do, it's pastries tend to be my thing. Yeah. Uh, and ice cream. But uh, as far as candies go, man, I lo- I love Starburst. Um, okay. And then uh, I, I would have to agree with you on the Reese's thing. But let me ask you one thing. Left or right Twix? <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I'll do it uh, two at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a right Twix guy. <laughs> right Twix guy. Yeah. Always to the left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right and left, right here. <laughs> That's right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh that, that's some, that's some pretty good commercials though with that the the left twix and they're right nice twix yeah factories. they're they're yeah. fun yeah. Are you one of those guys that with a Kit Kat do you just take a bite out of it or do you break each individual one off? I don't like so I I'm not I'm not like OCD or anything but I don't like chocolate on my fingers yeah so I just eat the whole thing as fast <laughs> as I can yeah but I don't eat I I eat chocolate like legitimately like maybe three four times a year. See that's the thing is like. I don't have a sweet tooth. Like I've never had, I've never been a candy eater. Like the, for me, Halloween yeah. was always more about like the adventure yeah. than the prize. Like it was always the going to houses and I didn't give a shit about the candy afterwards. I would eat some, Oh yeah. but like most of it would go in the garbage or, or my dad was a big regifter of candy. <laughs> he would just save it and then hand it out the next year. Oh yeah. Like well, uh, with, with us, with the candy, like growing up kind of poor, like we did, we didn't, our parents didn't really ever buy us candy. They did every once in a while for like birthdays or something. But, but Halloween was our big where we got to have the yeah. candy and stuff. So, did did you see that video of that family that put the potato out? <laughs> and they, then it was like it up being a race to yeah the, yeah the they would put out like a bowl of candy and then a potato on the top and the kids would like run up like ah the potato. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> oh. That shit had me fucking dying, dude. One year, one year, as this happened in Vegas, uh, we had a big bowl of candy, and we'd ran out of candy, and uh, 
And we thought that kind of the trick or treating was kind of over with, but it wasn't. You had, a, you had a second rush. <laughs> we had a, kind of a second rush, and we didn't have any candy. And I said, "I'm just going to start giving out canned food." <laughs> and I grabbed a bunch of just like a can of tuna fish and a can of chili out of the yeah. pantry, and. And the wife said, don't do that. Just turn the porch light off. But but I said, well, we've got trick-or-treaters here at the door already. I can't turn them away. So I gave one a can of food. And they're like, yeah, chili. And like. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And my wife was so embarrassed. She like had the red face. She's like, why are you giving canvas? <laughs> so so I, I, have, I have this cousin, Sam, who's 10 years younger than me. She's awesome. Uh, but so... My aunt and uncle used to bring her to my dad's to trick-or-treat, and she would be in her costume. And my dad would always pretend like he didn't know who it was, and he would give her, like, a jar of pickles and, like, a can of refried beans. <laughs> and Sam would always be like, Uncle Ron hands out the weirdest stuff. <laughs> trick-or-treaters. Because she thought it did, that he, he didn't did know who it was. Yeah. yeah, it was great, oh, man. It was awesome. Heck yeah. <laughs> and about 50, bo- 50 yeah. jars of pickles that day. <laughs> yeah. All Vlasic. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yeah, we may have to try to start a, the potato thing around here or something. I know. I thought that was so creative. I loved yeah. it. I got the potato. <laughs> <laughs> Dress it up like a potato head or something. Yeah, like, it was little, so cool. Put a little witch's hat on it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But yeah, so Halloween, it's been, it's, it's have a tradition of... You know, going back over a thousand. Very years. celebrated, yeah, yeah, and um, it's, it's a lot of history with it. A lot of history, a lot of traditions that go back on both sides of pagan and Christian. Yeah. So, I think it's definitely a holiday that can be celebrated by everybody. Absolutely. And then now with all the the costumes and the haunted houses and all, it's starting to get big with it. We should do a haunted house here. We should here That'd be in, good. in Fort Smith. We need to do that. That'd be fun. The. Uh, it's getting big in Japan now. It's it's kind of Halloween's kind of. I didn't know that. They, they got some weird shit over there too. They have that fucking suicide forest and stuff. Oh yeah, they we'll have to do an episode on that. That'd be on a good the, one, yeah. That, um. But yeah, the, it's it's grown in Europe now too, and it's but it's, a lot of it too is. Uh, they call it an American holiday, though. Still, like the the Halloween as we know it now is known around the world as an American holiday. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, a lot of especially in Europe, though, they still have a lot of their traditional Halloween rituals and, yeah. and festivals and stuff. But but it's really it's came a long way. My family used to do the corn maze in in Montana. That 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 we went uh, took the kids to one last year. Yeah, the pumpkin patch and the corn maze. So. One of the big things we can we can kind of wrap up with this, I think. One of the big things that comes out around every year for Halloween is contaminated candy. It's true. And there has been a few people do some research into the into the tampered candy and contaminated candy. And uh from what they have found and uh if, if somebody out there watching this can can come up with some sort of evidence otherwise, uh, a lot of the worry and paranoia that comes with that has been a little bit unfounded. Um, there has been cases where um, there has been kids or people come up sick with candy, but it's been mm. local cases where almost where <clears throat> the victims were known by the people that so it was vindictive vindictive yeah not just random hmm. people and there's been cases where kids have gotten a hold of candy that was like edibles or drugs F- fucking rainbow fentanyl but uh that's the big worry this year yeah and uh in the past the the cases that they had found that it was actually the kids that had gotten a hold of their parents candy that was uh, should have been a, yeah, a hold yeah. of. um there, you know, there's a, there you always hear the rumors of razor blades and an apple or whatever, but yeah. there's, uh, as far as I'm aware and from what uh, the research that I saw, like there actually hasn't been any legitimate instances of that actually happening hmm. for Halloween. It's just uh yeah, but uh, you know, it's still a good idea though to 
like they always say, you know, don't get homemade candy or treats from people you don't know. Uh, on you do when you do get your candy, make sure yeah. it's prepackaged, you know, not been tampered with. Yeah. So that's always it's always good to know, and just parents check your stuff out and don't let your kids just have free reign of it. Yeah, just take care of your children. Yeah, but they 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 seems like they say it always. This time of year, every year, you hear more and more stories, but they said some of those stories may seem like they are more to instill caution in the people versus really actually happening. So, yeah. So I don't know, That's how that a lot of well. things are, though. Yeah. You know, people overstep their boundaries as far as caution goes. Yeah. Because I know there was one old lady that we used to always trick-or-treat with, and she made the caramel popcorn balls, yep. like homemade. Had and those, those suckers were big as your head almost. And they were they great. Were, they yeah. were awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna throw those <clears throat> yeah no, i i got real caramel apples a couple times on halloween and they were amazing heck yeah yeah, yeah you don't see people i guess probably because of those those scares or those people that are concerned about that stuff so they people quit doing the homemade mm. treats and stuff now but that's a lost art homemade trick-or-treating treats yeah gotta start we might make some soul cakes this year oh yeah <laughs> I mean, Keisha will look up the recipe. Yeah, just I think they're just sugar cookies with a cross <laughs> baked <laughs> up, poked, poked in them. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so uh, I think. Uh, do you have any other stories you want to share, or any other traditions, or anything like that? I, I will say uh, one time when I was uh, I went home on leave, and uh, <laughs> this is pretty dumb uh i uh i went home on leave over halloween and i ended up dressing like a pig <laughs> and i was like it was one of those big inflatable costumes oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and it was like the the original one though i was the first person i ever knew that, that got one of those i got a big giant chicken that's one of those yeah yeah, yeah i mean it, it, but i was the year before all that like <laughs> like everybody got them the next yeah. year but that first year it was just me yeah but uh, I went home on leave, and I wore that big-ass costume, and I went out to this bar called uh, the Wild West in Billings. It's closed now. But I ended up coming in second in this costume contest. And uh, I ended up, uh, me and all my buddies from high school had met up. We were all having a good time and partying. And uh, my ride was my friend Mike, who uh, he ditched me. <laughs> left me there so i had to call my dad at like three in the morning oh man for a ride back to this hotel that we had all stayed in that we were all staying in and uh so my dad had to come down and, and pick me up and i was he said uh what are you wearing i said i'm like six and a half foot tall pig and he was like what <laughs> and i said yeah man i'm drunk six and a half foot tall pig so he came, he picked me up, and he took me down to this uh, this hotel and dropped me off. And I got in, and uh, my friend Jesse and his, his at the time, wife, uh, Tristan, was her name. And uh, we all went to the pool, and we, like, I got, like, blackout drunk. Oh, night. man. And uh, all I know is I woke up the next day with a broken foot. <laughs> and... Uh, so the the rumor is, and I, I do remember, I ran into my friend Jordan's little sister there, Abby, and one of her friends. And one of her friends is not a small girl. Oh, no. And she was in her costume, and she was wearing these, like, stilettos, and she stepped on my foot. And dressed like the pig, I was wearing flip-flops. And it fucking exploded a metatarsal. Oh man! And so I, when I got back to uh, the base, I went to the hospital, and they X-rayed my foot, and they said, "Your foot looks like a firecracker went off in there. <laughs> it's just bone fragments everywhere." Oh no! So uh, I get ten percent VA disability <laughs> for that because I had to climb all those ladders on F-15s after. Yeah. And yeah, all the boarding ladders and shit, and uh, yeah, I'm honestly not sure. How my foot broke. <laughs> but that's, that's the story. Oh, man. This little piggy went, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> All the way to the VA. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that that's that's man. my that's my one grown-up Halloween story. Man. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
uh, we have, you know, Keisha and I are both really big Halloween fans, but I mean, we're, you know, shit, we're in our late thirties. So it's like, yeah. what do you do? We don't have kids. So yeah, you have to, uh, oh, yeah, you have to put on like a big, maybe since you said the kids around here don't, uh, really trick or treat much, maybe do like they did in Vegas and have you like a big block party out here for Halloween. I've tried. These neighbors are not down. Not down to clown, huh? But I have an idea. We'll talk. Okay, we'll do it. Uh, well, guys, thank you so very much for tuning in. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode about Halloween. And we hope you enjoy your Halloween. Yeah, make sure you have fun. Be safe out there. Uh, make sure you have a plan. You know, there's always a lot of Halloween parties. Oh, oh I, I got one more. Okay. When I was in the Air Force, uh, we went to, uh, you, do you remember uh, uh, Stoney's yeah. Country Bar? Yeah. We went for Halloween one time, and it was me, uh, it was like six of the guys I was in the Air Force with and their girlfriends and stuff. Yeah. And we thought there was going to be like this big Halloween party there, so we dressed up, <laughs> and we went down to Stoney's, which is a, it's a country bar. Yeah. We were the only motherfuckers in there dressed in costumes. <laughs> and it was us in costumes and a, like 400 cowboys. <laughs> oh, they all dressed up as cowboys. <laughs> they were like... Like there was a lot of fending off fights that night. Because <laughs> we looked like a bunch of assholes. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Did he all dress up like Indians? <laughs> My friend JT got one of those blow up. Ones where he was a bull rider. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah it was ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's, I guess, always the fear that everybody tells you it's a costume party and you show up and you're the only one in costume. That's how we felt. <laughs> yeah, that is how we felt. Maybe leave a comment and tell us a story if you ever showed up at a Halloween party and you're the only one in or costume. Or just, just tell us what your favorite costume you ever wore was, you know? We, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we should be a poll. There we go. Yeah, the favorite favorite Halloween monster we can yeah that'd be a good costume. one. Yeah, we can put that on a poll. We can vote on it. Yeah, we'll stick that on on uh, the YouTube community tab, and then also on uh, maybe on Twitter. We'll do a Twitter poll. Oh yeah, Twitter. Yeah, guys. Again, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, be safe. Uh, hit like. Hit subscribe. Share with a friend. Um, give us a suggestion. You know the. The lean times are coming up. We're about to get into fall and, uh, yeah. you know, we're going to be chilly out here in the shed doing this and, and we would appreciate some new ideas, a little new thinking. We've got, we've got, uh, several ideas in the pipeline and, uh, we're always looking for new ones we'll finish up our, our season one coming up at the end of this year yeah. with, with our first season of our drunken history. So yeah. we'll have, we'll, we're excited about it. We've got a lot of more stuff planned and hopefully we're going to just continue to get better at it. Maybe we can get a few more guests on the show. I mean, I've got some feelers out there trying to find us some yeah, guests. Yeah, go on the road a little more. Hey, yeah, go on the road. There we go. So we hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, stay safe out there. See you guys. Have a good one. <laughs>